Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast. Podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we recap the series that just ended. Preview the series that's about to start. I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined as always by Shelley Verstraight. Shelley, this was a pretty stressful weekend, but we did it. We made it. We're in the playoffs. Yes, we did it. Like I, I honestly, I don't know how we did it, but we did it. I don't. I. Each one of those games was so painful. Yes, yes. I mean, I just, I just can't. Um, I just, uh, especially on Sunday, like I was basically under, kind of quote underneath my couch the entire game and then i was like yay at the end it was is extremely stressful but it was a really really um exciting weekend yeah i don't blame you i was with you after the sixth inning i just went and laid down in bed and then uh you know was a lot happier a couple of couple innings later but (laughs) i feel you what stressful weekend red sox ended the season with a uh, series sweep of the Nationals uh, coming all the way back from a 5-1 deficit in Game 3. We will get to that. But first, in Game 1, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Josh Rogers. Eduardo Rodriguez managed to go five innings, struck out six. He did walk three batters, but didn't give up any runs. Uh, What did you think of uh, Eduardo Rodriguez's performance here? Um, I mean, I thought it was... I thought it was okay. Um, uh, just knowing that I just as a Red Sox fan, I'm always expecting the worst. So I'm like, oh yeah, we 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 kind of need Erod to like really come through, and I just don't really trust him. But he, he I mean, he did okay against the Nationals. Um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of like an okay outing. Yeah. Um. The three walks is kind of a lot, but the strikeouts were there. Yeah. He didn't give up any runs. He kept them in the game, gave them a chance to win it. Um, Jake Rogers on the other end uh, went six innings, gave up four earned runs, three walks, three strikeouts on seven hits. The rest of the offense had done nothing up until the sixth inning when Hunter Renfro finally broke it open, uh, hitting a three-run home run. Bobby Dahlbach followed, hitting uh, a solo shot, going back-to-back. And that was all the runs that the Red Sox would get from those two fellas. Um, 
the the bullpen though, um, Brazier, Barnes, Hernandez, Ottavino, and Robles followed. Robles made an interesting in the ninth with a couple walks, but did manage to get the save. Um, all weekend it really kind of felt like it was all hands on deck. There was a lot of guys that got used like three days in a row. Um, Robles, I think, went four out of five days here by the end of the series. What did you think of the uh, the bullpen's usage and performance here over the weekend? Um, I thought that the performance was okay, just knowing that the guys that they had there. But you could definitely see that Cora was like, I I am just like so scared of leaving any starter out there. Let's just try to win any all all the games however we can I don't care and that's just really how I saw the entire weekend uh, we're just trying to just push for any type of win uh, on the last um, Red Seat podcast a week ago Jake and I talked about Matt Barnes and I had said that I wanted to see a lot of Matt Barnes over these last six games to actually figure out if you're going to be able to use him in the playoffs uh, Jake thought I was crazy and he didn't want to see much of Matt Barnes in must win games at all. Um, Cora though decided to go the other way and Matt Barnes did get a lot of usage in these last six games. Um, and he seemed to do all right. Uh, he did give up an earned run in this one, uh, game one of the series here with no strikeouts, no walks. Um, where is your confidence level in Matt Barnes right now? And who should be the closer for the Red Sox? Oh boy, uh, that is a those are uh, two hard uh, questions. Uh, I feel like okay with Barnes. Um, he did okay this weekend, um, but obviously he is not what he was in like the first half of the season. Um, but who is closer, honestly? Um, can we just, like, have, like, a die that has every single reliever on it, <laughs> and he rolls it, and that is the closer? Because I don't, honestly, I don't think that we have a closer. Um, because I don't think that there is any, like, lockdown guy in this bullpen. So, I, I just think it's kind of whoever kind of manages to find the ninth inning is our closer. I think I agree with you. Obviously, Hansel Robles has gotten the call most recently, but I, yeah. you don't feel great with him going out there, especially with his control. He's still walking a lot of guys, so it doesn't make it feel like it's really locked down, but he has been able to get through it as of late. Uh, Red Sox win game one, four to two. Game two, Tanner Houck versus Josiah Gray. Hawk went five innings with eight strikeouts, no walks, no hits. Man was throwing a perfect game uh, when he got pulled in the fifth. Uh, where are you with Hawk long term? Is he a reliever, or do you think he should get a chance to start? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I put this question on the pre-pro because I mean, we were talking about this like during the game. Um, honestly, I still, th- I still view him. As a reliever, uh, I mean, yeah, in this particular game, he was like, he was just so, so good. I mean, he went five innings, eight Ks, no walks. Like, this was like the peak Hulk that you want. But I, I, 
we haven't really seen this before. Um, so, I mean, I still think that he's a reliever long-term. Um, and, yeah. So, I'm just, I'm just really not looking at this start as something to, like, really build my confidence. I still think he can start, and it's mainly because, so, like, coming into the year, he was a three-pitch pitcher with just that absolutely devastating slider. But then he learned the sinker this season, and he's been using it a lot more lately to more results, kind of giving him a more well-rounded four-pitch arsenal. I think that can start. Um, I'm not expecting, <laughs> I mean, this good. I'm throwing, you know, five perfect innings going out there. But it gives me sure. more confidence in him being able to get through um, starting, you know, and then you know, he was ultimately pulled here because he was leading off the sixth inning and it was a one-run game in a National League ballpark, which is like, come on, National League, get your shit together. We need a DH here. So <laughs> if it was a home game, he probably would have kept going. I'm not sure how much longer, but with four pitches, I think that should be enough for him to get into a you know a third time through the order uh, and get to the sixth and seventh inning, and I think that he could be a starter. We'll see. After that, though, so he gets pulled in the fifth uh, or in the sixth inning after five uh, perfect innings with Boston up one to nothing. Garrett Richards pitched an inning, clean inning. Ryan Brazier uh, was able to get out of a bit of a – gave up a couple hits and a walk, but got a couple strikeouts, got out of it. Adam Ottavino then gave up a run. Uh, Austin Davis gave up two runs. And then in the ninth inning, Red Sox – Blew it open with the bats to give the Red Sox a 5-3 win. Uh, Enrique Hernandez was the big-time bat. He went 2-for-4 with two RBIs. Had a nice little game for himself. Then on to today. Game 3. Chris Sale uh, versus Adon making his Major League debut. 23-year-old rookie who had pitched in AA and AAA. Uh, This was such a weird start for Chris Sale. He was able to get through only two and a third innings, but all seven of those outs were strikeouts. Four hits, three walks. The control just wasn't there. Gave up two earned runs. Quick hook getting him out of the game uh, in the third inning. What did you think of Sale's performance today? Yeah, I mean, I mean... I don't know, because, I mean, I was watching the game, and you could tell that he wasn't uh, crisp. I mean, he wasn't like Chris Sale. Yeah, he was getting the strikeouts, but I was watching him like, yeah, I don't know how he's getting these strikeouts, because he is not, quote-unquote, Chris Sale. Um, I'm kind of glad that he made it through the innings that he did, but, yeah, I was... Yeah, this wasn't the Chris Sale that I expected. No. Uh, I mean, the strikeouts for sure. Like, coming in and getting it. But oh, the, yeah. just too many, you know, two, three counts. The walk's way too high. And this isn't the first time he's had a start like this this season. He has had a couple where he just hasn't really gone very deep. Um, and then has eventually gotten pulled. You have to believe that's probably just Tommy John related, right? And going into next year... The walks will, his control, all of that will be a lot more crisp. And we'll see, you know, more of the Chris Sale we know and love. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I totally agree. Um, I, I, I don't really put this much on him. It's more of he hasn't really, yeah. It's just him coming 
back from TJ. Yeah. Sarah Moore followed pitching an inning in two-thirds, giving up one hit and a strikeout, and then Garrett Richards pitching for the third time in four days, ran into a whole lot of trouble. Uh, two walks, two hits, gave up three earned runs, only one strikeout, and at this point, you kind of have to start thinking, oh, dear Lord, we're going to have at least one play in game to play. And Rafael Devers said, not so fast. Uh, two home runs on the day for Devers uh, in the, the big seventh inning where the Red Sox scored three runs to tie it. Uh, contributions from Alex Verdugo um, getting a hit and a couple RBIs. Vasquez as well. The bats finally woke up. Um, how, how good does that make you feel, I guess? Uh, they were able to finally get some runs together, uh, and particularly from the middle of the order. Bogarts had a weird series. Um, just... I think he had three walks in the first game, three walks in the second game. Wasn't necessarily getting the hits, but he was getting on base. Devers, obviously, a couple home runs. J.D. Martinez, until he tripped over second base and had to be removed from today's game, uh, was looking good. How much confidence do you have in the bats going into this one-game playoff now? Um, I still feel kind of okay-ish. I mean, because, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we were still, like, hoping and praying against the nationals right like we we definitely should have had four runs against the nationals um devers um devers just like totally did it today uh i mean on you know on his second home run i scared poor soto soto the frenchie (laughs) not soto the uh the right fielder um, with my screens. Um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly, our offense should be better against someone like the Nationals. And I'm just kind of scared about going forward if our offense can kind of get together. Yeah, I'm with you. They should have scored more. They, I mean, they really struggled against Baltimore, too. They've just not done well against poor pitching and these this offense is just far too good for that and i i i want to have uh more hope in them but um they're not going to face poor pitching in the playoffs Uh, however long their run lasts everyone that they play is going to be really good (laughs) so it's frustrating to see them do this poorly against baltimore and washington and now have to face garrett cole and feel confident in what they're doing but Bullpen after Garrett Richards. Uh, Martin Perez came in, was able to pitch a nice inning. Garrett Whitlock activated today. One inning, two strikeouts. He looked great. Eduardo Rodriguez in a relief appearance, credited with the win, uh, pitched the eighth and Pavetta the ninth for the save. Now, you had this note on uh, Erod's start in game one, but obviously that was before he came in in relief today. So I'll ask it now. Was this relief appearance the last time we see Eduardo Rodriguez on the mound for the Red Sox? Ha! Um, who, um, going up against the Yankees, um, yeah, I think it is. Um, I, I honestly, I don't trust the offense enough to get past the Yankees, which makes me super uber sad. And then I, I do think that, um, uh, Eddie gets a better quote-unquote offer somewhere else to m- kind of move on. I think I'm with you. 
which yeah. is a which is a bummer. But uh, yeah, through no fault of his own, I just think the Red Sox offense is still struggling too much for them to to make a move here past New York. We will dive into that though. Um, we'll take a quick break. Come back and preview the wild card play-in game, or not play-in game, wild card one-game playoff uh, against the Yankees. All right, your final up-to-the-minute standings of the regular season here. Um, American League East, Tampa Bay wins it. Eight games over Boston and New York. Nine games over Toronto. 48 over Baltimore. The wild card Boston gets the top spot, holding the tiebreaker over the Yankees, who get the second spot in the wild card. Toronto fell one game short. Seattle, two. But it sure was a fun weekend of baseball. So all of that means Boston hosts New York on Tuesday in the wild card play game. Pitching matchup for that game is Nathan Evaldi versus Garrett Cole. What do you think of that matchup? <laughs> I'm totally gonna pop some popcorn. It's gonna be great. Um, I honestly I feel good about it. Um, Evaldi has pitched well outside of that last game against the Yankees. He's pitched well against the Yankees and it been and has pitched well at home. I'm totally. Uh, I I am totally on board the Evaldi train. I think that we can make it past the Yankees for the wild card um going going forward that's a different story but I think that we can win this game what say you I do too I think it's going to be real tough though what gives me hope though is that Rafael Tavares has owned Garrett Cole this year he's already got a couple home runs off him he's not afraid of Garrett Cole at all and I think if he has a good day and is just kind of himself against Cole that might be enough offense. They don't. They may not need anything beyond that, but that could also kind of like trickle down to some of the other guys in the middle of the order and get them going. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be easy. It's gonna be tough. It's not a great matchup for the Red Sox, but it is like you mentioned. It is at home. Evaldi has been pitching great, uh, both against the Yankees and at home. It is gonna be a hell of a game. It kind of makes you wish there was just more than one game, but that's what we got here. Um. Aaron Boone, though, was getting a bunch of crap on Twitter yesterday for not starting Cole today. That paid off, though, because now we've got uh, Garrett Cole going for the one-game playoff in Fenway Park, and uh, this should be a heck of a game. I'm going to go with uh, Devers as my series MVP, as I mentioned. I just think he's owned Garrett Cole, and I think he can do it again. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely going to take Devers as MVP because it just always seems Devers always comes up in the clutch, right? Like he came up in the clutch and this game and, you know, you know, put the Red Sox over the top. Like he just always comes clutch. So yeah, it's definitely going to be Devers. Well, that is going to do it for this edition of the podcast, the final regular season precap. We will be with you again later in the week uh, for hopefully not the last episode of the season, but uh, to recap the one-game wildcard playoff against the Yankees and hopefully look forward to more baseball. Thanks for listening.